Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is February 16th, Thursday in the year 2023. Today we have Brighty on TV immediately following. Don't forget about that. That's at 2 p.m. Pacific. Patriots, obviously the world continues to get crazier. And there's now the, the latest rash of events continues to be more derailments with another derailment now in Van Buren Township in Michigan. And so this is just an ongoing issue here. And we're going to talk about that in some other detail and some other ways of looking at these problems. It's pretty indicative of an infrastructure collapse that we're enduring right now. With all that in mind, make sure that you are continuing to keep your preps up, your growing food, and making sure you are doing the things necessary to protect your family. One of those things that's critical is to protect your wealth and to get your savings and your retirement savings put into gold and silver. Patriots, despite the U.S. blowing through the $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's all the more time for you to be proactive. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king. It's dependable. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text BARDS to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of their precious metal specialists. Think about it. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000. And it's only getting worse. Protect yourself with gold today by texting BARDS to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text BARDS to 989898 today. Remember, that's BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 today. That's BARDS to 989898. You will not be disappointed. I want to start with a piece here on a perspective of lawsuits that have already begun with the East Palestine event. Take a listen to this. Morgan and Morgan just filed the sixth lawsuit against Norfolk Southern. And I'm going to say this is for entertainment purposes only. This lawsuit states that Norfolk Southern dumped 1.1 million pounds of vinyl chloride into the environment. The lawsuit also alleges that burning vinyl chloride produces phosgene gas, which is a chemical warfare agent used during World War I and banned by the Geneva Convention. Attorney John Morgan stated that the residents exposed to vinyl chloride could already be going through DNA mutations that can linger for years and decades and can manifest as deadly cancers. And the lawsuit alleges that Norfolk Southern made it worse by basically blasting the town with chemicals as they focused on restoring service for the train and protecting their shareholders. Right now they're in the process of asking the judge to declare it a class action. And if it is granted, anyone within a 30 mile radius will be able to sue. So if you live in that area, pay very close attention. And yes, do pay close attention to what is going on over there. Because there's a lot of mix here between reality and PSYOP, as we know. There's, let me just give you a list of events that we know so far. Netflix 
has made a movie or made a movie in East Palestine, Ohio, where a train carrying vinyl chloride derailed and the town was to have had to be evacuated. That was in 2022. The CDC updated their data on vinyl chloride in January of 2023, just coincidentally. And you have to, you have to wonder why hasn't the National Guard been deployed nor has FEMA been deployed? Their governor just today requested FEMA support and the Biden administration denied it. Boxcar number 37 was removed from the scene. Anybody that shows up to to record what events are going on is arrested. East Palestine was one of the first American cities to adopt a medical wristband, part of the WEF agenda, interesting. And of course, last night they had the town hall meeting, which we'll listen to here in just a minute, a clip from it. And of course, we still have silence from President Trump on this. And then let's not forget that the EPA has been going door to door with a private testing organization, getting people to sign a liability waiver. But the EPA says they can't test, that only the private testing firm can do the testing. Lots of fishy stuff going on here. There is, in my opinion, the center point of all of this is a land grab. But I think this may have also been something that has spun out of control. And, of course, we have this unconfirmed report that there were two missiles shot at one of the balloons. And and there's a theory going around that one of those missiles is what hit the train cars and lit this thing off. So we really don't know what the real situation is at all. And this is just it's a continuing evolving event. But take a listen to this report from the BBC and a pretty good one. upset and fearful. They want to know why did a train carrying chemical toxins pass through their town without any warning? They tell me they are too scared to drink the water, even though officials here say it's safe. They say their pets have fallen ill, they feel ill, their houses are of no value. And so they want to get down to the bottom of it. What's made it worse for many of them is that the train company, Norfolk Southern, which owns the train, didn't show up here, their representatives. Uh, they said that it was out of fear of their safety, which has really angered residents. Now, the firm has provided a fund of more than a million dollars to help people, but everyone here is worried about the long-term effects when it comes to the environment and their health. The truth is, I feel that if this did happen somewhere else, it would have been handled totally different. So we are getting treated very differently than if we were a large city. And I think that maybe they feel that they can take advantage of us because we are a smaller town. And I hope that that's not the case. But what rolls through on those tracks is of more value than the lives of the residents in this community at the end of the day. And there we have the first waking up of somebody who is asleep. All right, Patriots, 11 minutes after the hour, let's pray. Father God, we come to you today and we're going to begin with a prayer of no fear. Right now, the enemy is using fear at its maximum level. And once again, it's trying to stir another level of fear, just like COVID. Same script, just different in, in different details. We don't have the events in, in our hand to really understand what has happened. We're having to rely on government agencies and corporate agencies to tell us what is actually happening, which we know that everything that they do is some sort, some productive production of the father of lies. And people are left with the unknowns of truth and living in a state of fear. Sadly, 
Fear is going to be the greatest weapon that they continue to deploy. And so we pray today that fear be lifted off of people's hearts, that there can be no fear in these events, that we need to turn to you, humble ourselves before you, and pray to you for the saving of Ohio and for the many things that are to come in this great reawakening of this nation in a spiritual level. Father, the the sad part is that there is so much dependency upon a nation and a state of government corruption, and people keep trying to see in it a greatness and a holiness that just doesn't exist. And so sadly, they've turned their eyes away from you, continue to turn their eyes away from you, and don't make you the first focus on everything that goes on. We pray for that revival within the heart of the many. We pray for the revival of the love in Christ, the trust in you to deliver us from these moments, the trust in you to deliver justice. And even the actions that we are required to do and the work that we do on the ground, the necessity that each of us must have to face these truths fearlessly and to do these things in such a way that we cannot be led astray into, by the father of lies. So much of what we are confronting with these days is spun around lies and misconceptions, deceptions, everything that the father of lies is masterful at. And if we would anchor ourselves more deeply in the power of truth and the love in you and the trust in you, Father, we would realize that all of this basically goes away. There isn't anything to worry about when we're walking with you. Sadly, there is no fear, yet we can embrace fear. And we embrace fear greater than we embrace the love of you. So, Father, again, we pray for the casting out of fear of the hearts. We cast out all of this and ask that people start to see with clear eyes the reality of what's around them and to realize that, yes, these are trying times. And, yes, these are things that are being done to test the will of us, whether it's by your hand or whether they're by the will of the father of lies. Nonetheless, The only way through this is for us to come together and stand fearlessly in these moments, to stand clearly in our faith in you, to continue to praise you, to continue to worship you, to continue to seek the revival in our hearts of the love of Christ. And as we do that as our foundation moving forward, we're then able to wield the sword of the Spirit in a mightier way and truly bring justice to this land. Father, so much of what's going on in the world is the evidence of an evil cabal, an order of people with most evil contentions that are scrambling to try to retain power. They're being squeezed on multiple fronts, and it's happening because they themselves know very well that truth is ultimately coming in a mighty way, that the sword of truth is crushing down upon them, and that they have no escape. And so, sadly, as any tyrant does... And any tyranny does, it punishes those that seek the truth in a greater and more accelerating fashion to try to save their own backsides. Father, we, we knew this and we were told this by Jesus. And so we pray again for us to just recognize the glory and power of what Christ did for us and what he told us would happen, to just embrace these as simple truths that we would be persecuted we cling on to life so, ser- so seriously that we seem to forget that our time here is a clock that only you control and that every day that we live, we must live with the greatness and power of love with one another and in this world and our trust in you. But when we get wrapped up in headlines, we get wrapped up in all of this nonsense, this noise, 
We seek to give ourselves the logical and knowledgeable pathway to seek the absolute truth in all of this. No one is suggesting that this issue in East Palestine is not a disaster. And Father, only you know the truth of this at this point. But what we do know is we will never find the truth as long as we continue to scramble our thoughts with fear and anxieties, conspiracy thoughts without facts that sit before us. We are too quick to jump to conclusions, too quick to be emotional, too quick to jump off the cliff and accept the narrative of the day. We are too slow to sit calmly and breathe with you. We are too apprehensive to trust in you first before we trust the news. Forgive us for these downfalls. Father, this is time truly that we need to be putting full focus on everything in and through you with every event, every breath, every step that we make and experience. This world is not getting more clear. It's getting more deceptive by the day, by the hour, by the minute. And that's by design of those that are in power. Ultimately, what people are trying to achieve here is that we end up trusting no one. This is their goal. That as we don't trust government, as we cease to trust government, cease to trust agencies, cease to trust one another, we ultimately are cast aside and cast at the feet of a one-world order and a one-world religion. Father, we just pray that the hearts will open mightily and see through this chaos to realize that it is by design to steer us away from you, our trust in you, and steer us into the trap of total global enslavement. This is a time for the mightiness of, all, of us all that is within us because of what you put within us, how you created us to be awakened. And we pray for that, Father, that that glory in Christ, the strength in Jesus' ability to not only heal but flip tables and stand in the temples and call out the Pharisees, that those examples become alive, passionate, on fire within our own hearts. Father God, this is such a time now that we need this this blessing. And we pray for this mighty hand to touch us all, to awaken the hearts of the warrior Christ within us, and to lead us here forward and through this chaos into a greater victory well beyond our comprehension and our sight. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, the one thing to keep in mind in all of this is that the New World Order has one particular objective at this phase right now. And it's all part of the transition to a globalist one world order. And that is that governments must become so distrusted that people will not seek anything other than a complete remake of the world system in which they will present the solution. Now, it's interesting to note that Elon Musk spoke to the World Economic Group yesterday or day before, and he made note that we should be cautious how much one world government we have. But he didn't denounce one world government. He just simply said that we don't want too much of it, that there still needs to be regional independence and identity. Pay attention to these things, because what you're seeing here is an adjustment of strategy. It's what I've been saying all along, that there's a fight going on between the elite factions. We don't have a seat at that table. One faction wants total control. The other faction wants the perception of freedom but they still want control on the back end more in the shadows. These two factions are not of God. These two factions are of two orders of the satanic realm on this earth. So for those that are trying to constantly seek and idol within Trump or anybody else, 
or Elon Musk, check yourself. They're not of God. They're not speaking on behalf of God. They're speaking on behalf of another form of control and power that they themselves will reign over. That's a simple fact. It may not set well with people, but it's prove me wrong is what I would say. This is a time when we need to be very vigilant about our focus and what our responsibilities are here on this land. I mean, there's no question that these psychopaths are literally losing control. They're desperate. They're doing everything they can, even like ruining their own businesses and their own income, like Sean Penn. Take a listen. My feeling is this, is that, that if, if I believe, as I do, that if you want to not get vaccinated, you have every right to stay home. I do not believe that people have a right to... Um, you know, point-loaded guns in other people's faces, which is what they do when they go unvaxxed into the population. Uh, so with knowing that there are, are restraints on the federal government and that, that uh, private companies are able to mandate vaccination, I just didn't want to be complicit in, in uh, being part of a company that wasn't doing that. So I will uh, be returning to set when, when um, 100% of the crew because they try to focus this on zone one, meaning those who are involved directly with actors. And I think it's one of them, you know, kind of, it's a, a, something of an obscenity because you're not even, you're not caring for those people that are in the other unions. Sean Penn, I just want to tell you personally for me, thank you. I'm so happy you're doing this because it means we don't have to put up with your crap anymore in the public space. I'm so happy that you're stepping away and not having us to have to endure your lousy films. And I'm so pleased that you're willing to follow your, your passion so deeply that you'll willingly fall on your sword and hopefully lose all your income. If only we could be so blessed. So thank you, Sean Penn, for being so honest and true to your true passions in your desire to promote the lies across the world. Oh, man, these people are nuts. This is desperation of what we see. And... This is all about them trying to scramble on the power. Interestingly, even the press corps that's usually the obedient lapdog of the Democrat Party, it's in itself is losing focus and losing control. Listen to this chaos today in the Biden uh, press conference where one guy is – you have like two people talking over each other. And what we end up having is this idea somehow – that they're asking a question about Biden's integrity or something, but there's like two questions being asked to one another. I guess this is normal behavior for a, of the press. Sir, there's been criticism. There's been criticism that this was. There's been criticism that this. Sir, Mr. President, Mr. President, there has been criticism. Mr. President, there has been criticism that this was an overreaction that was done because of political pressure. You can my off and ask the question when you have more polite people. Mr. President, why have you chosen? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever. That's just, that's like a, a normal day for these people. I don't know how you live in that sort of crazy, craziness. Now, there is something that's interesting. We're going to, by the way, tonight we've got the Conley on, on Bards FM, worth tuning in. We're going to talk all sorts of things, everything from cattle to this latest release today, that there is an Israeli group. Oh, wait a minute. Israeli. 
Yeah, that's right. Okay, I just wanted to make sure we got that clear because of something I've been saying lately, don't worship Israel, but that's okay. Go ahead. You go ahead and worship Israel. Uh, the Israelis, this group has been destabilizing democracy and disrupting world elections all over the globe. Huh. I'm sure that's all being done for the white hats, maybe. Or maybe that's being done because, um, what? No, whatever. <laughs> People, this is Mossad all over the place. And they're just sitting there out there doing like whatever. I'll tell you. Don't, I'm so shocked. I'm so shocked that the Rothschilds owned property that they call Israel has houses, houses a bunch of Mossad agents that are trying to destabilize the world and force upon the world a one world government that they actually control. Hmm. That would be the Akhenazi Zionist Jews. Hmm, interesting. Just saying, just saying. All right, patriots. So as we move forward here, other great news, and oh, I should I should be saying this with a tear in my eye. Okay, let me try again. I'm so sorry to report that Senator John Fetterman has checked into the hospital for depression. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sure that broke everybody's heart today. Like, oh, wait a minute. The the lurch actually is in the hospital. Hmm. Member of the Adams family. That's what I should have said. The member of the Adams family today has checked into the hospital. Uh, golly. How did we end up with this world that we're in? I'm telling you, this never ceases to amaze me. What a clown world we're in. Here's an interesting bit of news that was breaking yesterday. In Oregon... There are 10 states in or 10 counties in Oregon that have voted to leave the state. They wanted to join Idaho. And it's moving towards trying to get 15 counties to join in. Now, my county at the time voted not to join in this movement. But it's very interesting because this is the majority of Eastern Oregon. And why I, this is important, that, that in itself is like, okay, we got another event, but county's trying to leave the state, blah, 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 except there's three, three steps or three wickets you have to pass on this to get it approved. The first is the state of Oregon has to vote in its legislature to agree to make the move happen. The second is that the, the receiving state, which would be Idaho, has to, receive, has to vote to agree to make it happen, and then it has to be blessed off by Congress. Congress is really more of a rubber stamp if it happens. But here's what's interesting. Idaho legislature has passed the bill to move Idaho, to move the Idaho border to include all of these eastern Oregon states. That's a big step. My county, which happens to have an access to the ocean and has already been talking about doing this, might join in. That would basically, if it was to happen, and I'm not saying it will, but this is a very interesting maneuver that's going on here, and it would make Idaho about twice the size that it currently is, and it would turn Oregon into a postage stamp state about the size of Rhode Island, and it would all be infected with Antifa and MS-13 and Black Lives Matter and the corrupt FBI and even a CIA detachment that's all up in Portland. Hmm, trying to see the downside to that. Isolate your enemy and keep them, keep them hemmed in would be the trick. But anyway, this is an interesting development. And I know while some people may say it's a long shot that it would ever happen, 
because the Oregon legislature legislature would never allow it. I don't know that that's true. Oregon legislature right now is headached by the conservatives in this nation or in this state because they constantly their initiatives are being blocked. It might very well be that they would be happy to see a good portion of the state leave for their woke agendas, and I would welcome it in a heartbeat. I'd be like, okay, whatever, folks. That would also increase Idaho's voting influence by the massive conservative base. They would probably start to silence some of the liberal wokeism that has started to infect places like Boise. So there's some interest. Pay attention to that one. That's an interesting maneuver or maneuver and movement that's going forward here. Last point is that I want to talk about is just to be aware of what they're doing as they are putting words into our vocabulary that we are accepting as normal. Okay, so here it is. The idea that we are heading into things like martial law, that we're heading into a brutal type of law of war justice, these sorts of things are all beginning to happen. And I would be very cautious about how excited you are if you're one of those that's like, military is going to take control, White House is in control, be cautious. All right, the Rolling Stone magazine I posted the other day was talking very clearly about the idea of trials that Trump would want to reinstitute federal level executions with with firing squads and hangings. For the Q movement, that's an exciting movement of the military is in control, justice will come to this nation. That's all fine and good unless you're on the receiving end of that and we still don't know who's pulling the strings of all of this. Be clear about that. We don't have any clear path to who's actually leading this fight and who's going to come out of it being able to execute justice. If it's the Biden administration, every one of us is going to be on the end of a barrel or at the end of a rope because that's what they want. Just be aware of that. Mauberg, we're going to talk about this tonight a bit. Mauberg virus is on is on the bench. It's it's ready to go. There is a I talked to a doctor day before yesterday that was in the conference call at CDC. They are preparing to roll out the new Mauberg vaccine. They've already started the narrative in South Af- or in Africa. And they're screaming for the vaccine. CDC says they can have it out in three days because they've already made it. But here's the catch on it. Mauberg isn't really going to happen. It's going to look like Mauberg because what Todd Caldwell, I think that's right, has he's the attorney, which I'm trying to get on here. Um, what Todd has said is that they've already established that the, the uh, nanotech and the whole graphene oxide stuff that's in people, the hydrogel, has the ability to be activated to create the symptoms that look like Mauberg. So they've, they're setting this up, and that's a very possible issue of what's forthcoming. Finally, just be aware of the narratives that they're using. Like, you know, in Buffalo, when we had the winter storm, and they talked about having to have checkpoints in the winter storm. Why we saw the National Guard out there so quickly in Buffalo is a mystery. What prompted that, other than the fact that they're getting people accustomed to hearing these terms like checkpoints and and lockdowns and other things like curfews. They're getting you accustomed to hearing it in your dialogue. That means they're getting ready to do something fairly big. And they is the mystery. Who is they? Are they good? Are they bad? Are they just another face of the same coin of of the Biden? I don't know. But be cautious. I've said this all along. We have some great soldiers in our military. There's no question about it. But the military has some really dirtbag leadership right now. Seriously dirtbag leadership. Don't forget about the lieutenant colonel 
that went after the woman in an elementary school in New Jersey that posted on her Facebook page um, about the whole idea that she had gone so far as to post a disparaging comment about her woke school. And the lieutenant colonel, who was apparently very woke, took offense to it and went to the police and had her investigated and harassed. The military is not clearly your friend. I'm going to say this again. The military is not clearly your friend. You have to be very cautious about giving them your out, outright trust. They have to earn it, as does every Leo, as does anybody in power in the federal government. Federal and federal agencies or even local agencies have been so deeply infiltrated and corrupted by this mentality of not following the Constitution, but instead being obedient to legis- like their local rules and their unions and other things outside of the Constitution. You're going to have to continue to be vigilant, question everything, challenge them, and know your rights. I can't stress that enough. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM with The Conley. That should be an interesting show. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, 
which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 